everybody, and welcome back to episode 7 of our Weekend Ramblings podcast. I know that it feels like we're starting off quick, but let's just dive right in. Let's start with a fun one. Number 1. Having the Kona Ice Truck at church is always fun. Smiles abound. Yep, so yesterday at church, um, it was a big day, and we decided to do the Kona Ice Truck free for every person that was in attendance, whether you were zero or 92 years old. And the cool thing was many people took advantage of it. However, it was pretty chilly and the rain came through, but we made the best of it. That's for sure. You said number two, after 224 days off, we opened Main Street Kids and Main Street Students back up yesterday. It was a very big day. Now that uh, we felt we were ready to have the kids in a safe environment um, with different protocols in place and social distancing and such. Uh, We reopened yesterday and it was one exciting day. That's for sure. I like this one. Number three, our next generation renovation area looks amazing. The renovation is 98% complete. Yep. It was an incredible day because for the first time, kids and students were able to see the facility now remodeled for them. And I am grateful for those that gave financially as well as used their talents and volunteered many, many hours. I believe it was over a thousand hours of labor that went in over the past eight or nine weeks. And so, yeah, it looked incredible. Number four is one that I agree with. The church volunteers worked incredibly hard to make the renovation happen. They did day and night. Um, So thankful for the men and women in our church to where we didn't have to go out and hire labor to do all that we did. Um, I think a contractor told me recently it would probably have been about $40,000 or $50,000 in labor cost, but our volunteers knocked it out for free with great attitudes. We had a blast. The staff had a good time hanging out with volunteers working and so thankful for all the dedication that took place. Number five, we always want to be at a church who puts a major focus on the next generation. Yeah, we always want to be that church. And it's about the next generation um, because they are the ones that will continue to carry on um, the gospel of Jesus Christ in our community. And so uh, we do put a lot of emphasis from curriculum to discipleship to volunteers getting in there and serving with the next generation and now even including a remodel just to make it more conducive to what we do for ministry. And so thankful that uh, we get to continue to give that focus towards the next gen. You said number six, it was nice. It was nice to hang out with good friends after church. Two thumbs up for Max Pizza. Yeah, Davis and I after church, um, a lot of times we try to hang out with different people after church and do lunch. And uh, we invited some friends and they said, hey, let's try Max Pizza. They had been there before, but we had not in up in the Cold Spring Highland Heights area. And it was awesome. The barbecue chicken pizza. Wow, that was good. And even had some leftovers here just a little bit ago. Number seven, you mentioned Davis and I made a quick trip to North Georgia to see family. Yeah, um, last week we had kind of decided towards the beginning of the week that, um, you know, just a lot going on, a lot of craziness. And uh, honestly, we just kind of had an up and down week and we thought, you know what, let's be around some family. And so uh, we met uh, my brother and sister-in-law and nephew uh, at the halfway point between them and 
us and uh, headed up to the mountains of North Georgia, and it was beautiful. It was a lot of fun. Number eight, we loved seeing my nephew, Seth, for his birthday. Yeah, uh, Seth uh, is up in North Georgia and uh, doing good, and it was his 19th birthday and so uh, last week, and so we celebrated a couple days late, but it was a lot of fun and a lot of laughs, and it was great to see him. Number nine, our families went to a drive-in movie. That was a lot of fun. That was fun. We uh, got burgers, and Denise and uh, Greg and Davis and Seth and I headed out and did a drive-in movie, and that was that was cool because it had been probably 20-some years since I had done it. Davis had never done it, so it was a great experience for all the family. You said number 10, Georgia knows how to do some barbecue. Yes, it seems like every time we end up in North Georgia, um, we're at one of the barbecue places, and wow, it was awesome again. Number 11, you wrote, I love seeing the fall foliage as we drove through the mountains. Yeah, if you have never driven through some really good mountains in October, you are missing out because the leaves are absolutely spectacular. And then on top of it, as you ride, like we did past the Ocoee River, where they do a lot of whitewater rafting, um, is just amazing to see the leaves as well as the water rushing down. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I like number 12. We enjoy hanging out with our church family friends. Yep, we do a lot of that and thankful for the relationships that we have amongst the Main Street family, thankful for their hospitality, thankful for their, for their listening ear, for their prayers. Um, and it's always good just to be around uh, Christian brothers and sisters, and uh, they are a lot of fun. You said number 13. I'm encouraged to see new people becoming new members at our church. You know, after we come out of uh, the pandemic, you know, we hadn't been meeting for many months as a church, just online. I have been excited to see new people coming to our church. And we've had guests um, multiple times a month. And the great thing is seeing them now say, hey, we want to take the next step and become members. And uh, I've got a couple appointments even coming up in the next week or so to where more people want to become members. You said number 14, I challenged our online viewers to make a plan to return with us in person. I did. At the end of the service, at the 11 o'clock service, I challenged our people directly online. I had uh, done some talking with a couple different pastors and had even uh, listened uh, to another pastor talk about this specifically and really just challenged our people that are watching online that have not returned to church yet to Make a plan because we make plans for everything else from going out to eat to returning to shopping, to work, to school, to vacations and all of that. And I was just encouraging our people that if they're not back yet, they need to make a plan of what it would look like to return. You know, what what are they waiting for? What are their thoughts? Are they waiting for a vaccine? Are they waiting till flu seasons or with all those kinds of things and just really, really challenged our people to make a plan because then that way it becomes a priority and not just something like a fleeting thought. Number 15, let this sink in. Death ends a life, not a relationship. I love that comment. Um, That was actually given to me by our leader of our uh, grief group last week. And it is so true that uh, when death happens, life does end, but not the relationship. And I'm thankful Um, that those who have gone on before me um, are still part of my life in memory. And I have that pleasure to be in relationship. For example, uh, like Laura, she will always 
uh, be my wife. I'll always be her husband. And uh, so, you know, if you've lost a loved one or a friend, you will always uh, have that relationship. And those are the great memories that you remember. I agree with number 16. I am thankful for those who encourage me. Yeah, Davis, I'm right there with you. Uh, so many people encourage us each and every day, just just in just in passing, um, just, hey, uh, thinking about you, praying for you. Um, you know, even this morning, uh, went outside and somebody had put homemade baked goods on our front doorstep. So that's just an encouragement. So that's pretty awesome. I laugh at number 17. Why is it when I am with my brother, we eat eight times a day? That is true. We eat nonstop. I I think we just, lit, I was going to say feed off each other, but you know what I mean. Um, literally and figuratively, uh, we just find the, the, the local establishments and just indulge not just breakfast, lunch, and dinner, but snacks and everything else. And Davis, I don't think you mind that too, do you? I do not. <laughs> Dad, this one wasn't good. Number 18. This past week, I lost my wallet with all my cards and license. I did. Um, that was definitely a uh, gut punch of a moment. Um, I don't know what I was thinking, but I was on a, in a pair of running pants and didn't have a back pocket, took my wallet out to get gas and went to put the pump in and literally put my wallet on top of the bed of the truck. And when I did it, I said, don't do this. And I did. And three minutes later, I forgot about it. And Lord only knows where my wallet ended up, but I think it ended up in the median somewhere. And ironically, about every six to eight weeks, they cut the medians with grass for grass, and they did it about an hour after that happened. So I guess my wallet went into a million pieces. Number 19. Yesterday was the finale for the Everyday Joy series. I was challenged. Yes, I have been challenged all four weeks of the Everyday Joy series, um, just as we really hone in on how to discover joy, and that is through Jesus, as well as others, and as well as ourselves. And um, just applying biblical principles to my own life has really challenged me and stretched me. And I am thankful uh, for scripture, and I am thankful that I'm learning in the midst of life that uh, we can have everyday joy. You said number 20, I encourage our church to stop living in the past and live in the light of hope for the future. Yeah, that was my two points from yesterday. And just really uh, I think sometimes people would just get so hung up in the past and maybe it's even hung up with sin in their life and they don't get to experience joy. Um, and so just really uh, just kind of went down that angle and then also just talked about just really a way to find joy is just look for the future, look for the hope, which is Jesus Christ. You mentioned in number 21, I spent Sunday afternoon thinking and playing through the upcoming teaching series for the rest of the year. Yeah, I, it's a lot of times I don't try to do much work on Sunday afternoon, but I had a little bit of time and uh, just kind of thinking through what does it look like from now till the end of the year. And I am excited to uh, do one series that I definitely know of on a topic. Um, actually, it's a biblical character that I've never preached on before. So I believe we're going to be challenged and look forward to it. I am excited for this. Number 22. The end of this week is fall break for Davis. We're headed back to North Carolina. Yes, we are headed out of town. Fall break. Davis is off for Thursday and Friday. So we are hitting the boulevard and going to go spend some time uh, with um, Davis's grandparents and cousins and aunt and uncle. And so we're we're looking forward to it. It'll be good. Number 23. 
Be praying for us as we think and pray through a possible outreach opportunity in our community. Yeah, um, we are, as leadership, just thinking through a opportunity that has been uh, placed before us, and it'll help us, I believe, to uh, get outside of our four walls of our church and do more in our community, uh, surrounding community, um, within maybe even hours of our community. And so I uh, don't want to give away the details because it's literally just uh, something we've just begun praying about. But we know that uh, if this is what God wants, he'll open every single door. A very good question for number 24. What is God doing in your life? Yeah, I think that's a good question to ask ourselves each and every day, because then we can assess um, where our relationship is with God and just being open to uh, what he has for us. And so I think that's just a good challenge for each of us to examine ourselves. And if we say we don't know what God is doing, and then I think it just uh, helps us to really seek after even more. What does God want in our life? And lastly, number 25, don't let Facebook ruin your day. Yeah, I, you know, I left that one. I saved the best for last, I guess. You know, we're just living in a time right now to where there's a lot of hostility in our world, in our culture. There's a lot of pain, sorrow. Um, there's a lot of strife and uh, bitterness and hatred. And, you know, we've got the election, we've got COVID, we've got racism. I mean, it, it, you know, it's it's all across the board. And I think sometimes because of social media, it's hyped up even more. And so I would just challenge you, don't let Facebook ruin your day. If you can't balance it, then just stay off of it. That's how I'd encourage you. But ultimately know that, um, you know, the best thing that you can do to give yourself a good day is to get in God's word. Hey, once again, thank you so much for watching the podcast. Once again, I'm the host, Davis Peters. Signing off for now, don't forget to follow us so you'll know when we're coming out with new episodes and stuff like that. And also, don't forget to check out BarryandPeters.com for the digital format document of this episode. So once again, thank you so much for joining us. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.